Good morning, good morning, God's beautiful people. I hope you're all well this morning. I hope we are all gauging nicely from the word and just how the Holy Spirit empowers us. And yesterday and, and every other day, I always preach this and I say every day above ground is a good day. And every day above ground is a day that we age. And it's something that I've always been afraid of is to age. But I have learned to embrace that that is actually God's love in action, is us aging and aging gracefully with health and with everything else that God grants us to make our lives to be successful and worthwhile. And just yesterday I said to someone, if you are afraid of dying, then you're not living. You need to take chances. You need to seek opportunities. You need to seek opportunities to change yourself as an individual and to grow yourself in a spiritual nature so that your reward will be great one day and this morning i want to speak to you on aging quickly and what god really truly wants for us and how he wants for us to live you see our culture often associates aging with such physical traits as weight gain wrinkles and gray hair which i have a full head of now but what if, what if women and men of faith stood against the mainstream and decided to view aging differently in this day and age? What if we saw it as an opportunity to reflect on God's care and faithfulness to us throughout the seasons of our lives? And with this mindset, we can be thankful and overjoyed for all our years, a perspective that the young may not have. And God promises benefits to those who decide to live with him by their side every morning i tell you this to invite god into your life so don't be discouraged by the passing of time and the changes in your body choose instead to reflect on god's promise to faithfully walk through every season of life with you and I want to read you a psalm quickly. You know, Psalms is my favorite, one of my favorite books to read. Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14. The godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit, still remain vital and green. And how is it not? Have you seen... As you have grown over the years, as you have matured, you come into a full understanding of who you are. You change the, the, the things that you used to do from being a youngster into a teenager into an adult. Your responsibilities change, your mindsets change, your decision-making change. You learn to acquire more patience and understanding. That is God's love and how He is growing you into a greater individual to do things in the kingdom. Now God wants us to truly live another scripture out of 2 Peter 3 verse 9 the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he is patient with you not wanting anyone to perish but everyone to come to repentance and don't misunderstand this repentance is not going to church on a Sunday or whenever there's a service and going to the front of the church and letting people lay hands on you that is something that you can do in your own home, in your car, in your office, wherever you might find yourself, is to give yourself over to the Lord, 
And the last words of the Apostle Peter are worth considering in this. What is utmost on his mind? First, that we keep taking God at his word, that we cling to it, that we believe what he said. Second, that we live pure lives, keeping our eyes on eternity and not on what is temporary in this world and soon to fade away. Yesterday, just yesterday at soccer practice with my son, I sat with a friend and he said to me, my friend, we are living in the end times and so true and people are ignorant and don't see this. We are truly living in the end times. And the third thing, and this is my point here, Peter reminds us that the Lord is patient and does not want anyone to perish. As you probably already figured out, I had done some incredibly stupid things as a young man. None of those actions were motivated by God. It is only by His grace that I lived long enough to do many worthwhile things like raising a beautiful family, being able to get a wife that God has blessed for me and serving the Lord ultimately. And even so, someday my body will fail. No amount of vitamins or exercise or medicine or surgery or replacement parts can prevent that from happening. But the Bible says your soul and mine are designed to live forever. And that's a big reason why God doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants us to find true life in Him. So Father God, Lord, again this morning you want courageous men and women to hear your word and believe it as I believe. And this morning I pray that you will touch them, Lord, as they reach out to you this morning with their supplications to your throne of grace, Lord. As they ask for your help, Father, to help them to come to repentance in their own lives from the things that are destroying them, Father. To come into maturity as they age gracefully, Lord. We ask, Lord, for good health so that we may age. Father, we know that our physical bodies will not last forever. But our prayer this morning is that as our physical bodies fail one day, Father, as we get older, that our spiritual bodies will be taken into the realms of the department, into the heavens, into the home that you have prepared for us, Father God, that we will have no fear of dying, that we will live in this world and make the most of everything, all the opportunities, all the breakthrough that you grant us every morning to go forward and to do what is good and to be kind unto others. And as we grow older, Father, also to remember that all the lessons that we learn, that we need to invest it in those coming up as youngsters. For we are the elders. Again this morning, I just want to leave you with this and it's just come to my mind now. How many of the dads and mums still get up every morning and cover their families in prayer? How many of you wake up every morning and say thank you to God for your breakthrough? How many of you say thank you for your jobs? How many of you say thank you if you walk around your house and your yard and see everything that you've acquired through grace, through God, say thank you for that. Do not forget where your strength comes from. Come into your maturity and know that God loves all of us and He wants all of us to be successful. God is not setting us up for failure. We set ourselves up for failure. So this morning, do what you need to do. But I encourage you yet again 
to come under the protection of our Father and you will see how your life will change in ways that you could never expect. I cannot say this enough. I cannot say this enough. If I look back at my life and who I've been and what I used to do and what I used to love and who I am right now, it's a complete different person. But I could only do that, that I had to receive Jesus as my personal Savior and that I have to understand that God is our Creator, the one and only, the first and last, the Alpha and the Omega, the Yeshua. Thank you, Father God, for grace. Thank you for mercy. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. I leave you with this today, people. I have such an immense feeling of calm today as I know that everything that I have prepared for, God will make possible. And so God will do the same for you. Amen. Until our next lesson or teaching, much love, Mr. O.